Hello and welcome. You're tuned into the hallway, a podcast for those tired of debate or old out of date shows. My name is Jordan, and I'm just an everyday sports fanatic with something to say. This for those who like their sports content done the right way. The hallway. So it's been way too long. It's been a really long year, as everybody's fully aware. So I'm happy to just be back to sit down and talk some football and feel just a little bit normal for a couple minutes. So I'm glad that you could join me and we could sit down and break down this crazy ass NFL. Like the offseason was nuts and like it was probably the most exciting all NFL offseason in a long time for me. Um, it kind of had a feel of an NBA offseason a little bit. Everybody, people trying to force moves and drama and allegations and yeah, it was it was filled with a lot. So now preseason is finished, training camp all that's finished. It's time to get down to the to the meat, get down to the business of it all. And what better way to figure it out than over-unders? Now, I thought about sitting down and breaking down and going through everyone's schedule. But that is a lot. And that's really, really hard to kind of predict that a team will go 13 and whatever. Like, there's so many variables and so many things that can happen in the season. So I said, why not just go to FanDuel? Shout out to FanDuel Sportsbook. And find their over-unders. And for people, and for my people who don't gamble, what an over-under is, is there's a number that Vegas sets for that specific team to win for the season. Now, you can predict if they're going to go over that number, for example, six and a half. If they're going to go over, which would be seven, you would win that. Under would be six, you would lose. So, that's what we're going to do here. And we're going to go team by team, division by division, conference by conference and we're going to figure this shit out so i'm going to start with the afc today i don't really want to deal with the nfc right now we'll do that in another video i do have that ready to go but i'm going to start with the division that i know the best the division that's near and dear to my heart and that is the afc south and that is where my indianapolis Colts play so the south i feel like the south doesn't get a lot of credit for how tough it is. Like, it's sneaky tough. Like, the Titans are usually really, really good. Like, when Deshaun is playing, like, Deshaun is a threat. The Colts always have a really solid team. Like, Jacksonville is Jacksonville. But, you know, like, it gets a bad rap. So, speaking of Deshaun Watson and the Texans, that's where we're going to start. So, the over-under for the Texans is four wins. For the year. And the one thing that I can say about the Texans is 
that's a shit roster. Like, that's a really bad roster. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's just bad from the top down. Like, and then it just has this little gold nugget, like, right in the middle. It's like one piece of gold, and that's Deshaun Watson. Everything else is bad around it. Dumpster fire, dumpster fire. And then it's just like this one piece of, you know, the family heirloom that's just not burnt. And that's Deshaun. I don't know how to describe it. But that's the Texans. So, thinking about the Texans potentially without Deshaun, because he could still end up on the commissioner's exempt list, it just doesn't fare well. It doesn't. They already seem like a team that's going to struggle to win three games with Deshaun Watson. So, imagine them without Deshaun. I think this is the worst roster in the league, and they're probably going to be the worst team in the league. I'm going to say under four wins for the Texans, for sure. Under four wins, probably the number one pick in the draft. Um, Don't know if Deshaun will even be on the team. So, definitely under four wins for the Texans. Now, on to the Jaguars. The Jaguars actually are projected six and a half, over under six and a half. Now, of course, you know, they added Trevor Lawrence, number one pick out of Clemson. Um, That will bolster that position a lot. Even though Garner Minshew was pretty good. Like, he's pretty decent. Now he's gone. He got shipped out for a six-round pick to Philly, which doesn't make sense. But we'll talk about that in a few. Um, Now, you have Urban Meyer, never been a coach in the NFL. Like, so you have a young coach, young quarterback, never experienced NFL football. I personally like Urban Meyer. I think... I feel like it'll have a trend of how the Dolphins trended a few years ago under Flores' first year. They'll be bad early, and then there'll be probably a buy somewhere in there. They'll get it together. He'll start to build that culture, and they'll start start to learn how to win a little bit. So I still don't think they'll get to seven wins or even – I don't know if they'll even get to six, but the Jaguars will be sneaky competitive. Like, don't sleep on Jacksonville. Like, it's not the old Jacksonville for sure. Next up, my boys. Yeah, it's those Colts. Now, I'm so passionate about this year's Colts team because we have a real legit chance to compete. With that being said, shit has just went left. Like, it's like the injuries hit us before we could even get started. First Carson Wentz. Quinn Nelson, now T.Y. Hilton, like, oh, I even forgot about Darius Leonard. It happened so early that maybe, here's my, I'm going to stay positive with it. Maybe the Colts are going to get all their injuries out the way and be healthy towards the mid to the end of the season and make a crazy playoff push. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. With all that being said, the Colts are, they have eight, They were projected eight and a half over under. Um, Now, they did add Eric Fisher um, to to bolster that already excellent offensive line, one of the best offensive lines in the league. Um, Marlon Mack, Carson Wentz. Of course, it all depends on Carson's health. Like, everything depends on Carson's health. Um, But I think that's we have one of the best rushing and offensive line combinations in the league. And eight and a half. I, the schedule's tough. The first game, eight games are tough, but I trust that coach. I trust that organization, 
and I think the Colts will be a playoff team. So I'm going over eight and a half wins. The Colts will be a playoff team. Last but not least, you have the Titans. Now, the Titans are monsters, bro. Um, just a big, physical-ass offense. Like, it just, they're tough. Like, adding Julio just makes that offense scary. Julio with A.J. Brown. And then, of course, King Henry um, primed and ready to go, possibly for another 2,000-yard season. The injuries scare me, and the schedule scare me for the Colts. Um, and it's a little easier early for the Titans. Um, they are, their over-under is nine wins. And I think they'll definitely get over that. And they'll probably win the division. So if you're looking at the South, um, of course, it's only two teams competing. And I think both, honestly, will be playoff teams. They're two really good teams. And they don't get the credit that they deserve. Um, but I just... With all the injuries early and the continuity that has to happen with the Colts, I think the Titans sneak another division crown. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, for sure. Next up is the AFC East. Now, the AFC East just had a crazy change just earlier today, yesterday, whenever you listen to this. Um, Cam Newton was released from the Patriots. Your boy, Cam and just to give my quick opinion, if you want, if you're just asking for my opinion, if you just want to pull it out of me, like it's his own fault. You gave Mac Jones a chance by not being ready. They say the best ability is availability, and him not being vaccinated because it was such a personal decision. You can't see me. I did air quotes. It might have just cost you your job in the NFL. And I feel bad because that's my dog. Like, I really do. I feel bad for Cam, but he kind of brought it on himself. But with that being said, with Cam being released and it looks like the Patriots going forward with Mac Jones, this is the first division, and I believe, I think it said since 77, 78, to have a division with every single quarterback. 25 and under. So, got some young bulls out in the AFC East. Should be a fun division. Let's see who wins. Let's start in New York with Zach Wilson, the youngest of the bunch. I'm not going to lie. I like this Jet squad. Like, now, I mean, they're not going to be, they're not going to compete for anything, but they're going to, they're going to fight. I think they're going to be tough. Robert Salah, their coach, is a tough mentality like type coach, and I think they're going to have a tough mentality team. They just don't have the talent and the continuity to, you know, compete for that division. There's a lot of talent in the AFC East. Um, Zach Wilson, though, he's a baller. I really like him. He reminds me of a smaller Aaron Rodgers, like the way he can just throw the ball and his body is all types of ways, just and it's just accurate. Like, I understand why the Jets pulled the trigger on him. He's He's legit to me. So, I mean, they're building something out there. So, their over-under is six. Um, with all that being said and how positive I was, I still think they're going to get under six. Probably like a competitive, like, five. Um, they're not going to be the Jets of old, um, just looking lost and, you know, gacing around. So, yeah, I, I like this Jets team. They're just not ready yet, you know. It's a tough division. 
Um, next up for me, this actually just flipped for me um, just now with the Cam Newton news. Um, I I want to start with the Patriots because I had them. They're projected. They're over under is nine. And I was just stay at nine. I thought that was a solid number that FanDuel picked. After seeing Mac Jones like highlights and just hearing the hype and just trusting the coach that Belichick is, I mean, 10. I think they're going to get over. They're going to get over nine wins. Like, I, they just won't. I just don't believe the Patriots should stay down for long. Um, so I, that just flipped my mind because for him to have that much confidence in Mac Jones, it gives me a little bit more confidence in Mac Jones. Um, now, with that being said, they still don't have many weapons at all to me. Um, Mac Jones is accurate and he can pass and he he's a solid quarterback, but damn, he needs help. So they they do need more weapons. They need to find some, and I feel like they will. Um, the defense has gotten better. They're getting players back that were on the exempt list last year. So, yeah, I with that news, I think they're going to get 10 wins. Um, now, the team that I kind of flipped, the Dolphins. Um, and this all kind of varies and depends on Deshaun Watson being traded to Miami and his availability to play for Miami, right? So, the Dolphins over-under is nine and a half. So you see why I flipped it. Now, it just seems to be a ton of doubt in Tua. And I love Tua coming out of Alabama. Seriously. Like, I was like, dude is accurate. He's a baby Russell Wilson. But seeing him last year, he just looks tiny. Like, tiny as fuck. (laughs) Like, and he just, it just looks like he's struggling out there. Um, he has flashes because I just feel like he has the ability. But if Miami can go get Deshaun, go get Deshaun. I mean, not for what they're asking. They're asking for, what, like two ones, three twos, plus Tua. Like, you don't even know if he's going to be able to play. I'm not paying that. You're not going to rob me out of my mind. I don't know. I feel like they have a similar problem that New England has as well. They don't have very many weapons. So that's why the – the trust in Mac Jones and the upgrade and then all the questions surrounding Tua, I'm going to go under nine and a half for the Dolphins, and they're probably going to sit right under the Patriots. Um, Last but not least, of course, the cream of the crop of this division, um, Buffalo. Their over-under is 11, so FanDuel has high expectations for Buffalo. Well-deserved, for sure. Um, they're the best team in, in the division. Um, Josh Allen, I feel like he'll probably take that next step. Um, I think he feels like he's an MVP. I don't think he's a fluke. This is for real. Um, watching a couple of his games, he's he's way more accurate. Um, that arm strength is crazy. Um, and his leadership, like his teammates like him, his receivers feel like they'll just run through a brick wall for him. So that's always important for me. Um, now they do need a more consistent running game. Their running game was sketchy at best. Um, so that would help. Um, and maybe if their receivers weren't so fucking dumb, 
um, with all the COVID things. So hopefully they don't get suspended because Cole Beasley's out here running around, Beasling around and shit. So, um, yeah, I think they'll get over 11 wins. They'll probably be closer to 13, 14, um, around like 1-2 seed in the conference. So Buffalo's legit, a legit Super Bowl contender. Um, to sum it all up, I would say Bills win the division. Patriots will be a close second um, fighting for one of those wild card spots, you know. So, definitely, definitely a fun division. Uh, up next, we're going to go out west, out to the AFC West, um, you know, where Patty Mahomes resides. Um, and this is, a, this is another competitive division. Like, the NFL is going to be so goddamn fun this year. It's going to be crazy. Um, now, I... I think we all know who's going to win this division, but who, where everyone else falls and can they fight for those other wild card spots will be interesting with the West. Um, now, I'm going to start with the Raiders. The Raiders over under is seven wins, and it kind of just seems like it's just been in the middle, middle ground. Like that seven wins sounds just perfect for the Raiders and how they've been trending the last couple of years. And for me, even though he has a 10-year contract, it's a make-or-break year for John Gruden and that team. That team really hasn't done much, kind of kind of faltered at the end of seasons. Um, so it's, it's time. And David Carr, it's a make-or-break year for him. Are you a franchise quarterback or not? You have the running game. I think they have the, the wide receiver pieces out there to play and compete. That defense – it has questions. Uh, I like their defensive line. Um, but that's a hard – the West is hard. It's hard, and I just don't think the Raiders have the team to compete in the West and in the AFC as a whole. I feel like there's better teams. And we're just – I'm just going to go under seven. Um, it's going to be another questionable year for John Gruden. Um, and I don't know what the offseason will hold for them, but under for sure. Next up, Denver, the Broncos. Um, this was another one that was a little tricky. Um, they had a quarterback situation going back and forth between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Teddy ended up winning out, which I think personally was a better decision. Drew Locke just, he's not the guy for me. He has the guy confidence, but he's not the guy ability-wise. Um, the Broncos they have a championship-level defense, man. They really do. Um, like, it's not the defense of old. It's not the defense that won the Super Bowl. But it's good enough to win a Super Bowl with comparable quarterback play and offensive scheming. Um, with that being said, as far as scheming, can Vic Vangio improve the offense? Like, everyone knows Vangio as a defensive mind and a defensive coach. They got to be able to score the ball to win games, especially with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert in the conference. You feel me? So, um, over under eight and a half for Denver. For me, I like Teddy over Drew Locke, but that's not saying much. Teddy is more of a um, bridge gap quarterback in his career after that injury, like, you know, kind of what Ryan Fitzpatrick is. So, I don't think Teddy is enough to get them over that eight and a half. I'm going under, probably eight, you know, and around there, around the bottom of the wild card spots, you know. Um, next up, 
LA. LA, LA. The crowd is going to be crazy, the Chargers. Um, man, that offense is potent. It's not much that hasn't been said already. Justin Herbert, I feel like he's a, he's a stud. He can really play. Um, now, can he take that next step now that – Defense or defenses are scheming for him. They they got tape on him in the NFL. Can he take that next step? I think he's good enough. I think he will. Um, Keenan Allen, that running game. The defense is the biggest question for me. Like the defense of the Chargers, it seems like they've had this star level defense for years that just hasn't materialized. Like you got both on the defensive line. You got James. In the secondary, you got, like, pieces there that's ready to compete and to be a really, really good defense. And it's just, like, injuries just keep happening and things just keep happening. It's tough. Um, Is this the year that they finally get that together? Um, So, right now, over under, FanDuel has nine and a half for the Chargers. I'm going to say over, honestly. I think the Chargers will probably get to ten wins. Um... This is a really good team. It's a really good roster. Um, it can compete right now. Um, just injuries, coaching. Got a new coach in there. So, yeah, I think they're going to get 10 wins, but they're just not going to win the damn division. Patrick Mahomes, the best player in the league, the $100 million man, $5 million man, $500 million man, however many million dollars he got. He got a lot of million dollars, so. Um, yeah, their over-under is 12 and a half. Says a lot about the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs might mess around and start 8-0, 9-0. Like, I think they're on a revenge tour. That 12 and a half is not enough in my mind. Um, they improved the offensive line, sharing up those tackles. Uh, it's the best coach-quarterback combination in the league. Andy Reid's mind, Patrick Mahomes' talent, um, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, the running game, like they're gonna have to run the game, run the ball, and I and I think they have the the pieces to do it. Now that defense is got another year together, yeah. I'm going over 12 and a half wins for the Chiefs, easy, you know, right there for the number one seed in the conference, ready to rock and make a Super Bowl run, you know. So they win the AFC West overall, and I got the Chargers right there, around 10 wins, competing for a wild card spot. Last but not least, um, uh, probably I think the best overall division in the AFC, and it's the AFC North. Um, Just a lot of really good talent in the AFC North. It's always tough and rough and hard-hitting. It's a fun division to watch, even if you're not a fan of it. Um, So I I think I I have a good idea about who's going to come out on top. So... I want to start with the Bengals and my boy, um, Joey Burrow, LSU legend, you know. Sneaky good offense. I like their offense. They have the pieces. Joe Burrow, I feel like he'll get back to form. Uh, Joe Mixon, um, what is his name? Jefferson is slipping my mind. I can't think of his name. Um, That's okay. He dropped all those passes. I don't need to know his name right now. But he'll get back to form. Um, They have – FanDuel has them at over under six and a half wins. Um, 
I think they'll be competitive like a lot of teams in the AFC just because of that offense and their quarterback. I really believe in Joe Burrow, but I don't know if they have enough on defense. Um, I'm not sure if I really like their coach all that much. Um, I don't know if he's ready to lead a team in this division. So we're going to go under for the Bengals. Uh, It's going to be another tough year in Cincinnati, but I mean, they'll be promised with Joe Burrow. Hopefully he gets a full healthy year because there's a lot of talent right there. Um, Next up, (laughs) one of the the faces of this division, Pittsburgh Steelers, and FanDuel has their over-under at eight and a half wins for this season. Um, Two questions for me. Has the running game improved? They were close to the bottom of the league, if not the bottom, in rushing last year. Can't that can't happen in this division? Um, can they at least have a a middle of the pack, upper teams rushing game to be able to compete in the North? And what Big Ben are we going to get? Um, are we going to get the Big Ben that we had in the first eleven games, or the Big Ben that we had in the final five, in the playoff game? Because that Big Ben looked washed. So, we'll see. A lot of rod, a lot rods, as usual, on the right arm of Ben Roethlisberger. Um, but that defense, that defense is, is what makes Pittsburgh scary and make you have to actually pay attention to Pittsburgh. Um, and honestly, that Minka Fitzpatrick and those boys, T.J. Watt, uh, like, that's what's making me want to go eight and a half. Um, we're going to go over for Pittsburgh. I think they're going to be right there competing for a wild card spot. Um, I don't know if they'll have enough wins for the division. I think the the last two are just a bit better. But Pittsburgh, they have some pieces. They That defense especially is scary. Maybe one of the best in the league. Um, next up for me, it, this was tough. Um, I, I'm not sure who's going to win this division. These two teams are really, really good. Uh, dark, dark horse Super Bowl teams, like, seriously. Um, so I'm going to start with the Ravens, and their over-under is 11 for the year. Um, the loss of J.K. Dobbins, that's, that's tough. Um, he was going to be a key figure in that rushing attack. But it's hard to say you've lost much when your quarterback rushes for a thousand fucking yards, you know. So, <laughs> it they'll be fine. Um, their their coach, I love their coach, John Harbaugh. Like I, I'm big on coaches. Um, the biggest question, and it's not even a huge thing, but it is a huge thing at the same time, is has Lamar Jackson improved as a passer? Um, They've gotten them a piece. I think if Sammy Watkins can say healthy, he can help. But can he make those passes, those third and eights, second and twelves? Can he can he make those passes to move the chains? That's that's the biggest question. The defense isn't a question. They'll they'll be one of the best in the league. Marcus Peters still there with his crazy ass. Um, so, I mean, if the Ravens want to take that next step, I think Lamar has to take that next step. Um, but with that being said, 
I think they'll stay at 11 wins. I think FanDuel has them perfect. 11 wins is a perfect number for them. Um, so, 11 wins for the Ravens this year. And last but not least, the last team in the AFC, the Cleveland Browns. Man, the Browns have a really good roster. Um, they're stacked at every level offensively. And another year in a system in Kevin Stefanski's system for Baker, I think that's the first for him to have another year in the system. That's going to do wonders for him because he took another step. Um, and I think he's going to make himself a lot of money, I believe, in Baker. Um, just he has to stop having that gunslinger mentality sometimes and just play within the system. And that running game with Kareem, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, like, oh, man. They have a scary offense, and then Miles Garrett is, I mean, he's the best defense alignment in the AFC, hands down. Like, I understand what y'all talk about with T.J. Watt, but, like, hands down, it to me is Miles Garrett, and it's not even close. So, with all that, can OBJ come back and just be a Cleveland Brown, not be bigger than the team, not be – such a figure and just fit within that and just grow within that, I think they do. And they get over 10 and a half wins. And I think the Browns win the North. Those offensive pieces, the coach, Baker's second year in the system, yeah, give me the Browns. Give me the Cleveland fucking Browns, man. So with that being said, for me, um, I think the, the playoff standings in the AFC pan out like this. I got the Chiefs, Bills, Browns, Titans as my division winners. And rounding off the three wild card spots, I got the Colts, Ravens, Chargers. Um, and that will be your AFC playoff picture. Whew. Well, I think I've talked enough for one day, for sure. Um, but I do appreciate you guys joining me today. Um, you can find this episode and all other episodes streaming via Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And you know what to do. Share and subscribe. SNS. Also, follow me on Twitter if you want to connect at SOS underscore future. Tell me how right I am. You know, give me some love. Feel me? Hey, man, I'm out. I appreciate you guys. Peace.